Bob. Hi. Bobby. <laughs> That's it. Bobbert. <laughs> Bob Crawford. Yep, all those things. Craw right. Bobby. Does anybody ever call you Craw Bobby? <laughs> they have. Would you, can I call you Craw Bobby? I mean, I don't talk to them anymore, so. It's, I was going to, this is a test. So, this is a test. I was going to say, <laughs> never allow that. Yeah, no, it doesn't happen. Okay, no, good. Yeah, no. Yeah. We're on the same page. Yeah. Yep. No, nor does Bobbert. Bobbert's no, I would never. Yeah, my name's <laughs> but not I Robert. did. It's not Robert. It's a fun, I say it in my head. You know, mm -hmm. sometimes I'm all like, I'm going to go see Bobbert. Old, old Bobbert. <laughs> old Bobbert. <laughs> I never do that. So, history. Yeah. Her story. History. Today. Talking about the present and the past is what we're doing. Today. Bob. Hi. People may know you as Bobbert. <laughs> apparently, um, where's Bobby? Bobby Dale. Bobby Dale. Uh, Gromit. I forgot what that one. The, and that's an what we're looking for. We're looking for Gromit. <laughs> is that the, that's the right answer. That is the okay. right answer. Cool. Right. That's your. That is the. That right. is the DJ name. Okay. Okay. I'm the moniker. Right. Yeah. Do you go by another one besides uh, Gromit? No. Well, I mean, you, add a little Bob to it. Bob Gromit sometimes, but yeah, use the Gromit. Maybe Gromit, Crawgromit? No, we're not doing that. We're no. going to stop that one. I apologize. Bomit. Oh, well, no. No, 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 no. no, no, no. That, was, that was good, though. It was yeah. off the cuff. Yeah. We're going, we're, we're, this is ad-libbing. It's true. How, go, go great so far, though. How rave. <laughs> how rave? <laughs> no, not that. And I think that we met mm -hmm. plush. I, I know yep. it was the rave scene. It's true. Yep. Old 90s, early 2000s rave yeah. era Yeah. at a place called Plush. It's a little bit of Austin history. Yeah. Austin, Texas. Rest in peace. I don't peace. know where else is it. Oh, my gosh. Rest in peace. I mean, it had a good ride. It had a great ride. The yeah. end, a little weird. But we were still, we would show up for a drink or two, say what's up. It was a tiny club, very small. We called it Plush. It was anything but. True. It was quite the opposite. True, true. In the beginning, it was plush. It was, was it? Actually plush, yeah. Was there more? Was there like velvet? Like or? the late '90s and the early 2000s. Very early, very early 2000s. Tell me about it was that. Plush. Uh, so the place was actually pretty swank. They was there was no graffiti on the walls. Oh, I hate um, that. In the back where the bathrooms were and where the DJ booth eventually uh, ended up. Yeah. Uh, there were like little couches back there. There was a little divider between that little section and the bathroom, so the bathroom wasn't directly on the dance floor as it ended up later in down the line. Bathroom, coke um, room. Let's be real. Yeah, right, it wasn't right. a bathroom. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it was plush then. Uh, really fancy. Uh, my friend Tweety owned it at the time. Um, Tweety, why uh, does that name sound familiar? Um, I don't know, maybe. Because <laughs> cartoons. <laughs> Cause I was gonna say, <laughs> let's see, yeah, that's what I was going to say. And this is why it's, you would never have witnesses, witnesses, and the and the evidence and the and their memory. You know, you you implant a false memory. What I'm saying is, they're never reliable during trials. You know, you can get a conviction. I, I saw a red truck. It was a blue truck. You know, no. the implanted memories. Tweety, <laughs> probably did. I don't think I knew him personally. Right, right. I was thinking about yeah. the bird. <laughs> was right. he as crafty as Tweety? Pretty crafty, yeah. Well, I mean, he ran the club well. Well, okay. Um, and then, I mean, when he left, you saw what happened. Uh, oh, well, Graffiti I mean, on the walls, I, oh, like riffraff yeah. in the spot. I mean, <laughs> the floors, you never, they, they were sticky, and they probably oh, yeah. are still sticky to this day. I imagine that they put a new floor over mm -hmm. it, still sticky. I would assume so. I think they had those floors imported from like some sort of... Uh, Stick factory. <laughs> or, or like a, yeah, like a shitty uh, theater, movie theater, you know, like those floors. So I think they had those imported. A directly. saltwater taffy <laughs> factory. <laughs> exactly. The floor was actually made out of taffy, if you didn't notice. They lacquered over the top, but yeah. So, so we're, we're, yeah. It, we're it's... We're talking about you know the early uh, mid mid Austin rave scene because there was an mm -hmm. earlier version which was great, yeah. As it would be in the '90s, as people yeah. want to be in the '90s now. The kids they love the '90s, they love the, the Y2Ks. That's where they the do. plush was. They do. And you were there. I was there. How yeah. did you get in there? Um, man. So 
I think the first time I went to Plush, uh, her I worked, I worked at Alien Records, uh, well, mm. which yeah we can we'll talk get, about we'll that get, more later. Put a pin in that. Um, Herb Herb uh, was the owner of Plush. Uh, he and Tweety were really tight friends. Herb played there and brought me in there to Herb hang Alpert. Out. Herb Agapetus. Okay. <laughs> oh, close. Oh, oh whoa. Another A. Well, what, give it, say the yeah. name again. Herb Agapetus. What kind of name is that? Uh, Greek. Sounds Greek. I think make a good tzatziki? That's racist. I don't know. Is it racist? I mean, they should. Ask me if I make a good salsa. (laughs) Cut that one out. We're going to cut that one out. Production. (laughs) Fix and post. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, so Herb Herb brought me in. Uh, He was playing there regularly uh, and went and saw him, and it was great. The place was cool. Uh, And then the way I got in there playing, um, my friend Chris Parson and Ryan King uh, Mm -hmm. started up a drum and bass night there early mm. 2000 like mm. this is fresh mm-hmm. in 2000 we managed uh, somehow to get through the y2k uh, i know it's treacherous for everybody to b- navigate through all that but we made it and we started they started a night at plush all drum and bass uh and i joined in soon after um and then man that night ran from uh t- 2000 until plush closed uh in t- 2020 well the night closed in 2020 like as pandemic, pandemic. started so 20 years of drum and bass uh we ran with the night till about 2006 um and then these other kids took it over for a few years, and then another group came and took it over. But they, it ran for 20 years, which is 20 pretty years. impressive. Yeah, yeah. So uh, somebody, somebody's born at some point, right? There's somebody, yeah. somebody has somebody's a kid pops out 20. They well, live their life. They don't. They're living parallel with plush. They yeah. don't know that. And meanwhile, not at all. Duh, you know, you split screen. We're mm-hmm. living our lives. We're doing plush as a kid going yeah. up. He's having his first dance. He's having his uh, graduation. He's <laughs> right. maybe having a baby. Yeah, you know, true. who knows? He's an adult true. at this point. Yeah. And plush is still happening. Yeah. Amongst the world. I, I, there was a guy who's, who was a regular who, um, you know, came there in the early days. And then when we moved to like the dubstep night, he would bring his son or his daughter rather to the dubstep night. So we're like, oh, great. Now I'm it's seeing multiple generations. Wow. Here. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a slice of Americana. Huh? <laughs> so <clears throat> plush. Yep. The sticky floors. We're in there. We're, we're doing stuff. That's it was a mo- ma- ma- mostly cut that one out. It's mostly <laughs> an electronical music club however mm-hmm. some nights mm-hmm. maybe a monday Mondays you'd find something something like, different yeah, our, our friend yeah. brian like, 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 like dogs, dogs. Yeah. like dogs like dogs that's how they played like dogs <laughs> they would die like dogs uh, but they persevered <laughs> they, they, they did yeah. they were very good i remember the first great. time i saw them i said this is a very good band i've missed so much of yeah. them and you know i regret that took some photos yeah. they're now forever on the internet like dogs yeah. monday nights is what mm-hmm. they would do every, every other night Electronic every, music, right? Yep, yep, every other night. Yeah, we had, uh, so our drum and bass night was Tuesdays, and they, it ran Tuesdays forever. Uh, then we had our dubstep night, which was Wednesday for a while. Then we moved to Friday. Uh, Merrick Brown had a Wednesday night. Like, there was Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Like, something was there, and something was popping off. But it was nice, because it was all different genres within right. electronic music, so it was good. What was the name of the Tuesday night? Tuesday night, our Tuesday night was called Mental Note. And then, I like that. Uh, then I think Everyday Junglist took it over in 06-ish. And then, it, then it changed to Sonar DMB, like in 2012. I remember these flyers. Yeah, I do. Yeah. So okay. the, that, yeah, that was I think the three names of the night. Um, yeah, ours was Mental Note, which I thought was. I like that clever, one. That's a good clever. one. I think that's really good. Right. Yeah, Does it put Chris, it, we can use it again. Yeah, I think Parson came up with that name. So yeah, it was good. Oh, Chris. Chris. Chris, Chris yeah. Who you know, Chris Parson. <laughs> we want to get it with the name, right? It was a very good name. This is Chris Parson. Yeah. But then Flip just it around. Put the P over yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Put the P over. Yes. The a over. Yeah. Yes. Chris you just Arson. kind of rearrange it. It wasn't an anagram, yeah. no. although I do love an anagram. I, uh, who My name turns into nothing in an anagram. Yeah. I don't know if you've done yours. Um, do you, have you? We should actually. Yeah. Can somebody sure. look up the <laughs> anagram of Bobby's name? <laughs> Bobby Crawford. Bobby Dale. Plush. Yep. We're there. We were. 
Picture it in your mind. Picture the smells. <laughs> Picture the garbage can in the back yeah. with the big speakers. Yep. Electronic music. Now, you slide in, right? Mm -hmm. But before then, let's talk about before then. Mm -hmm. First experiment, first, first experience with electronic music. Man, I was like, uh, so I live in Odessa. I grew up in Odessa, Texas, oh, in Odessa. the country. Uh, and I, luckily I had a couple of friends who were older. They were into really good music. Um, so my, like, my introduction was like, you know, early FSOL. But my first thing that I remember vividly was Moby. Um, I feel like Moby's everybody's first <laughs> like electronic it's experience. True. Yeah, it's true. Um, and I just saw him recently with these. Like, have you seen his tattoos? On, like, I have not. What do they say? Animal rights, I believe. Like in the big ass bold letters on okay, the sleeves. Okay, we get it. And he said vegan for life. Like, oh, all right. Neck. That's yeah, all. Like, I mean, there's a um, whole decision he had to make for it's that. True. There's. It's true. I don't even think there was a list. Where he's like, no, I can get one of these. Like, I'm not. He went straight in for that. No, he dove right in. You yeah, know what? It's big block letters. It's your and life. Stuff, and yeah, very good. Go ahead. Um, uh, but yeah, so one of my friends, Wayne Garrett, turned me on to uh, Moby and a few other, I, worked, I worked in the mall and so like these older cats that worked at the record store right in the, down the way would turn me on to good things. But Moby and sp specifically what got me in drum and bass, it's not even drum and bass, but this song called Thousand, which is a Moby song. And it just like started at like 50 BPM and it would just like keep driving and driving until it got like to a thousand BPM. That's why oh. it's called Thousand. It was just like, and then it would drop back down and start over. And like listening to it now, it's, it's good for a listen, but you know, it's not like something you're jamming in the car and like, yeah, this is great. But right, right. That, it got me in like this really intense, like fast music. But outside of that, like I was a big industrial head. I had my, my friend Donnie Sosa um, was a huge industrial head, got me into like, you know, Ministry and Front 242 and Revolting oh, yeah. Cox and Coil, mm -hmm. which is my, one of my favorite groups of all time. Um, so it's just a little bit of all that, man, like that. So that's why I kind of you know veered towards the like the heavier side of drum and bass and like got into drum and bass because like i was big industrial and like i get you know, that metalhead yeah. but yes. also liked hip-hop too so it was like right. perfect perfect bridge you know you got like the halftime hip-hop with yes. the drum and bass so agree strong yeah, agree it just like all for floating. me mm -hmm. born slippy underworld it's a great one which is a it's a breakbeat right yeah. like yes it goes it, i think it begins a little bit more uh like tr i wouldn't say trancy i don't like no, no, trance. no, no. offense if it's your it, I, I hate it but it's more yeah. atmospheric and then it gets into like a little a bit of a break i yeah. love breakbeats yep um, and when I sometimes think about all the things that I um, I like now, and I'm like they are rooted in things that I liked when I was a kid. Like sure. I like I like break break beats. I like uh, the, I like the hip hops. Yep. Never really got too much into the jungle drum and bass. Can appreciate mm -hmm. it, but yeah. I do remember Phantom Forty Five. Think twice. Great cassette tape. Great album. Yeah. Yeah. So many hip hop samples. Sure. And yeah. it's just these things that kind of tie us and draw us back. Yep. Love the industrial. I love techno. And yep. The only kind of techno I like, no sense. I'm not into sense in the techno. Mm -hmm. I like it to just be about a 130, 140 BPM. Yeah. Sounds like a, a dishwasher stuck in hell mm -hmm. on repeat is yeah. what I like, how I like my techno. <laughs> it's, good. it's very good. specific. Yeah. Um, Phantom so 45, quick story about Phantom 45. Yes, please. Oh, I would, uh, we're, that's, um, we're here, we're not here for me. We're here for this, we're doing the stories. A, there's a, um, uh, a strip club like a mile from here okay. called uh, Perfect 10. And they have like this little back room and there was a, a show that was booked there. It was Phantom 45. I opened up for Phantom 45 at that show. But it was in this little back room of this strip club. So there's like all these strippers going on in this main area. Love. And then we've got like this little cutout room on the side. Um, but I thought it was like the weirdest but best spot for a show. <laughs> like you're like, <laughs> I've got to go to the restroom really quick. And you're like, oh, hey, there's all this going on. Uh, let me you know, make it back for the beats. What but year is this? This was 2000, probably one or two. 
So I'm thinking about 2001. I'm thinking about um, the, the stripper tunes for 2001. I'm thinking about going into a strip club now. You know, like they're playing. What is the, the pop? Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah. So I'm trying to think about what they're. Was it a Matchbox 20 situation? Because it's 2001. Are they just kind of hugging? You know what I mean? Like, probably not. <laughs> I thought they're, they're probably still stuck with like some 80s jams. You know, oh, like that 80s hair band. Like that's where you go with that. Like I would feel like if I strip club DJed now. Is that what you can call can an exotic yeah, dance yeah. Dip, strip club dance yep. DJ? Right. If I were to do that. No offense. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to think of the words, and so I hope I. I hope I do but if I was a DJ for the venue, I don't want to meet a strip club DJ. But yeah. <laughs> and, and I, because well, I, I think about doing their job often, yeah. and I was like, man, I would tear it up I, in there. I would, you know. And I, I auditioned for, to be a strip club <laughs> DJ in Odessa. <laughs> <laughs> so I lived in Denton for a while. I moved back to Odessa for a bit. Um, and when I moved back to Odessa, uh, the other was like an ad in the paper for a strip club DJ. I was like, hell yeah, I can go in there and just like play records. So I went in there and there, I, I auditioned. They're like, well, yeah, just let us know when you're ready. I was like, well, do I just mix records or what do we do? And they're like. Oh no, you don't do that here. Like you just play the songs they want you to play, and you got to talk. And I was like, I didn't have at that point. I didn't have my stripper voice, but now I've honed it over the years. Mm. And can like, we I hear? Could, can we can we hear? Uh, let's see. Say apple apple well, uh, apple seed to the stage. How about how about we do this? How about okay, we do this? Okay, okay, okay. Uh, hey fellas, stepping up the second stage, second time twice is nice. It's Felicity. You know, <laughs> I don't know what the name. Is. Oh, that's great. That's good. You that's know, good. you can always revisit this true. dream, right? It's, like, it's true. I, it's you know. true. Charisma. That's always a good name. <laughs> is that laugh too loud for Mike? I don't know if that's as good. We're good. Okay. Just want to check in. It's our, it's our first. This is our first interview. Oh yeah. yeah. A lot of things we had to figure out. You know. Uh, so I, I am a cackler. I throw my head back. I laugh. Uh, I some say I guffaw. And so, you know, I don't want to mm, into the mic and make it a little bit. So, it, again, excuse me if I bust the eardrums there. We're still figuring things out. Drum and bass. Mm-hmm. Bobby. Yeah, yeah. Bob. Yeah. <laughs> first musical, first, first Moby is, mm-hmm. is your first experience, right? Right, in there, right. right? Yeah. Uh, industrial. Mm-hmm. Love the industrial. Mm-hmm. Like a hit. You know, you couldn't ministry. How do you feel about ministry? I I'm love ministry. I'm a huge ministry, ministry fan. Oh, gosh. And you know, ministry is an Austin thing. Oh. Al Jorgensen's from Austin. Volton Cox, who Al Jorgensen's also in, uh, all Austin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did not know. Yeah. I didn't a lot know of good stuff Okay. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, I did know about Al Jorgensen, but it was way after I was really into, you know, it, it was like probably in about the eighth grades, and then yeah. when I became an adult and they moved here, they're like, you know, the ministries. I had no idea. I yeah. was down the road. I was in San Antonio. Great. Yeah. And then it's, I love this piece of Austin history right True. there. Also, good. Gibby Haynes, butthole. Gibby surface. Haynes. Everybody Ooh. has a Gibby Haynes story. I do, and of course <laughs> I do. Uh, I've got a couple. Uh, so when, when Gibby Haynes used to have a radio show here in Austin, and he would take acid on the ra- on the show on the radio and just like spout off all this random shit, like have his music playing. I'm a huge butthole service fan my friend would record tapes and send them to me in odessa um so i was a big gibby haynes big butthole service fan i moved here to austin uh i've mentioned working at the record store herb who yes. i mentioned and gibby were old buddies oh. so uh when i first started working the record store which was 99 uh one day just gibby shows up in the record store to shop as he did regularly throughout the time i worked there um so i meet him and toya koi actually took a photo of us i was so stoked to meet him and like super starstruck like, it never really <laughs> happens but i was just like so excited totally. and he's like six seven i'm like five eight, five nine i'm just like <laughs> i'm so excited he's like well let me put my arm around you like we actually like we like each other and i'm like bless I mean, him I, but i love you yeah. like you don't like me um this yeah. isn't real for you it's real for me <laughs> you have no idea how this is for me sir uh, yeah it was great uh but yeah, yeah. So, i mean seeing gibby on the rig and like actually talking to him yeah when he came to the store yeah, yeah great Mikey, Mikey. So do you have a Gibby Hayes story? I, I, <laughs> <laughs> Surely everyone everyone has a Gibby Hayes story. Do that, let's do it from the top. Let's do that one. Okay. <laughs> so do you have a Gibby Haynes story? I have a Gibby Haynes story. Much like almost every resident in Austin, I have another. I have a Gibby Haynes. So um, Riverside, picture it, two thousand. 
Actually, 1999, because that was when I did my first stint in Austin as a homeless raver kid, just in the streets, trying to figure herself out. Still trying to figure myself out. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in a, a, a convenience store, which was very convenient for me because I was shoplifting from there. I was, again, a very broke raver. And uh, getting ramens, getting some ho-hos, I walk inside. And I can say that now because of statute of limitations. And also, it's no longer a store. It's a high-end store now, as everything is. And I am walking out of my new shoplifting situation and with all of my big pants stuffed with ramens and ho-ho cakes and I see Gibby Haynes on a payphone uh, arguing with his girlfriend to please let him back in the house. And I'm like, Gibby Haynes. And, and he looks at me and he shoos me away, <laughs> which is fun because I get it. Hey, yeah, yeah. I've been on the payphone. I've been on the other side of the payphone. We've all asked, baby, baby, please let me inside, which has also been really great songs, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm, I mean, that's how, that's how they get the good songs. You got to live through heartache, man. Oh, Nobody wants to hear a happy song. I want to hear a song about somebody who feels just as shitty as I do, which is often. <laughs> so, um, Alien Records, mm-hmm. which was, I remember, I never shopped with anything from there. I want yeah. you to know. I was going to Alien I mean, Records they made, at the same time. The Ray Pants were big, but they were not big enough to put like a piece of vinyl in. Maybe one of uh, yeah. yeah, maybe. Well, I got a CD. I have some CDs. True, CDs. I, didn't, right. I, did yeah. not, I did not shoplift from there. My, okay. I got a CD from there. Good. Breakbeats, atmospheric breakbeats. Mm-hmm. Way out west, okay. The Gift. Okay. Beautiful song. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think today, even so, I would never play it. I've never spit it, but I think that it's a very good track. Yeah. And I think it's good. It could be, it's cinematic, I do suggest. I guess I'm really pitching way too hard for them, and it's just <laughs> unnecessary during this time. It's not about me, it's about him. <laughs> big pants. Mm-hmm. They were big back then. How, what was the biggest you ever went? I only had one pair of big pants, and that was before I moved to Austin. I got them post-Denton while I was in Odessa, because Odessa was just like, I went from Denton to back to Odessa, and Odessa didn't change from the time I was in junior high until now. Like, right. it's getting better now, but um, well behind the times. Like, a, yeah. Um, I was about to say a really out of taste joke, but I'm not. I'm not going to throw that one out there. Uh, uh, exactly. Um, so at the time, I was like, "Man, I need a pair of, like a big ass pair of pants so I can show off that I'm a raver here in Odessa." And I got like these. Uh, I don't know. Like they're fucking forty inch, probably. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe more yeah. than that. Like ninety nines. I feel like there was like a thing at some point. They definitely dragged. Uh, but I only had one pair, and then the rest of them were just like those old school skater pants that were just like big all the way down, stove like a big stovepipe. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and never washed them. That was one thing Christina used to always get on me. She's like, "You never wash your clothes." I'm like, "Man, just they look great when they're not washed." <laughs> I and wash my body. I put on the dirty clothes. Yeah. Hindsight, they're <laughs> not good right. looking. Yeah, I look like a working machine shop. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I had these big ass pants. They had like a big pocket right here, so I could stuff all sorts of shit in there. Oh yes. You know, yes. Uh, which was not very comfortable when you walked. Um, but I mean, I could put like at that point. I mean, I could put like a laptop in there, I'm sure, or like, mm, like mm-hmm. iMac, you know, who knows what. A Multiple ramen that you shop <laughs> totally, from a Totally. Yeah, I put all my, like when I'd go DJ, I just put all my records right in there. I'm just like, my headphones on one there side. In a DJ. Second, just <laughs> dragon. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Um, but being in Odessa, like I, um, you know, left Denton. There's nowhere to DJ in Odessa. Uh, my friends own this gay bar that we used to go to when we were in high school. Like they would let us in, we'd go there and party. They would have, Odessa was at one gay bar between Odessa and Midland. And you had everybody in there, you know, like everybody. It was great. It was all a melting the, pot of everybody. The, yes. And then like all the, in like all these young ravers. And so they would play like Cumbia for a few tunes. They'd play like, you know, like Pet Shop Boys for a few tunes. Mm-hmm. And they'd play like some Josh Wink and some like, oh. um, you know, Armand Van Helden and all that shit. So we'd all just switch out on the dance floor. Like they would do their thing, we'd do our thing. No, um, and we, but, then we would, but then we would mix, you know, like, like when there was a cumbia on, like we're all from West Texas, we're like, hey, everybody's doing the cumbia. It doesn't matter what you're wearing and what you're there to do. Um, so this bar that I went to when I was a kid, um, when I moved back to Odessa, I ended up, on Tuesday night, funny enough, uh, I asked them if I could play there because no one was there. They had like two old records at the bar uh, who'd sit at the bar and then like this big club with a big sound system. So I would just bring my records in there and play to an empty room. Um, and at that point, I didn't have a car, so I rode my bicycle 
with a duffel bag full of my fucking records and trying to like balance a bike when you've got like 50, That's 60 hard, pounds right? of records right. over here. It's like <laughs> going back and forth. Uh, and then after you drank all night playing records for five hours, uh, then trying to ride back home in the dark, which is great. Um, but yeah, it was nice to have a place to play. Um, but yeah, like literally three friends that would come see me. One mm -hmm. of those was Christina's, uh, my wife's uh, brother, and that's how we met. My wife and I met at the gay bar. It was called The Mining Company. Uh, then it, later it was called Fictions. Um, I love but, both those Yeah, names. Mining Company was, yeah. was, was, was the spot. Right. I feel like that's, for being in Texas, you kind of be like, no, 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 nothing gay going on here. It's the fucking, it's a mining. We're just like, mm, yep. we, got, just we, like we love oil too. <laughs> There's no we miners here. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, back to Haley Harvey. Yeah, yeah. You see Gibby Haynes in there. Mm -hmm. Who else? What, what, tell me what that was like. What was an average day at Alien Records in 1998? Man, so I took it. So I, I, I became the drum and bass buyer. Uh, my uh, Lord Vishnu was oh was my, God, was my Vishnu. dude. So Vishnu was working there when I moved to Austin. Vish, right. Vish was working there. He was a drum and bass buyer. He was about to move back to Houston, um, and so I became good friends with him. And he's like, "Why don't you take this over?" And so I became like the drum and bass guy. So I would order all the shit every week. Had all the fresh tunes. Anytime they sent, their, sent all the orders in, like they would send a stack of promos. And so I was just took all the promos, you know, like I was a promo guy. Um, but being there, like just being in that shop all the time, like they were on 15th Street originally. I didn't start working there. I shopped there when it was on 15th, but we moved to 5th Street over by like Waterloo. Um, and that's when I worked there. And it was just, man, magical times. Like that was the best time. Like, you know, every DJ. Uh, who was touring would come in there you know like mm -hmm. we sold all the tickets to all the shows mm -hmm. so people would come in there we'd have you know like little parties and have turntables set up but just like being in that energy and that vibe all mm -hmm. the time and you know just being able to help people curate their sound like what are you listening to what are you into and like you know drum and bass was still like in its infancy uh, you know in early 2000 um especially in austin uh, it was so nice to be able to turn people onto tunes and you know i got really great at like you know, like, hey, do you know that song goes, you know, like, oh, yeah, that's the, yeah, this guy, that, there you go, that's the one, yeah. Um, but, man, just, those were great times. It was amazing to work there, you know, and still have, you know, still do my Tuesday night thing at Plush, uh, and just, man, it was great. But I also had, like, a real job at the same time. Like, I worked at, uh, I, I worked at a call center, but I also worked at Apple, uh, you know, the oh, entire time wow. I was, the time I, uh, the entire time I was working there. Yeah. Like, I would work, just a couple, I'd work on the weekends, work Thursdays. Thursdays were insane. So I would work my regular job on, excuse me, I'd work my regular job on Wednesday. On some Wednesdays for like a few months, I would drive straight after my job to Houston, to DJ in Houston, play till 2 a.m., oh. drive back, oh. go to my regular job at 8 a.m. that morning, and then go to Alien to work on Thursday afternoon. Like, so I would have like a 13, 14 hour day after like being up all night, playing, mm -hmm. driving back, two hours of sleep. Um, Man, those days when you were young and you had all that energy and like yeah, right. you didn't the, give a shit about passion. sleep. We were doing this <laughs> for the passion. You could yeah. do that, right? It just makes me tired. Actually, when, when I said all those words, it made me really sleepy. I just think. <laughs> <laughs> I sometimes still try to. I'm like, oh, I got like three events I gotta go to, and I, you know, gotta do work, and I still think I can. And then like mm. come like 8 p.m., I'm like, you know, not gonna do any of that. We're gonna watch Sopranos again <laughs> tonight. Not happening. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so we got we got the big pants, we got the alien records. Yep. You're in there. You're, you're taking yeah. your promo copies. We have no internet. Totally. The people got to send them to you. They got to know about the store to send them to you. Yeah. You to check out people would buy. people would call you on the phone. This mm -hmm. was like pre-internet first, or like pre, pre like having your store set up on the internet. So people from all over Texas would call because we were like one of the biggest, and you know, like we always had everything stocked. Um, uh, they would call and be like, "Hey, can you play me some tunes? I have these tunes on. I like these tunes that I want to hear. Can you play them for me?" And I was like. There, I had a few people that I would do that for, you know, like I'm not going to sit there and do that shit all day, but because um, what are you going to say? Like, listen, listen to him on the Internet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Vishnu exactly. was the one that was always he would always get me to do that. And like I felt obligated because he got me the gig. Right. right. He's my homie. And I'm just like, oh, 
all right, let me play all these tunes. Um, like here, here's a how little bit. How would you know how like, much right? Here's a little bit. All right, I'm going to switch it here. Here you go. Here's more. Okay. Yeah, I'll take that one. All right. Um, but man, like what a, what a pain in the ass that was. Think about it now. Um, but man, just working there was so good. It was so good. The energy was always so good. You know, like lots of folks work there. You know, like, like uh, Baby G, who's mm -hmm. one of my yes. all-time favorite DJs. Baby G, I met when I lived in Denton. Baby G used to DJ at this place called the Argo back in 96. And it was like a really cool spot. Uh, they would have hip hop and then they would have like, you know, dance music on the other days. Uh, but met G there uh, and then, you know, came homies, man. That's one of my, I, I love that dude so much. But he worked at Alien. Uh, Mel, uh, I think Koi West worked there for a bit. Kathy worked there on the side. Uh, then we had like, you know, Mark Crow, Chris Trope, uh, Herb, of course, Miss H, who's a legend. Um, Miss H is a Austin legend. Like Miss H is, Old school oil cans, rain like pre-rain oil cans, boy cellar, all that stuff. H has been here since the beginning, um, and like played with like RuPaul came to one of the shows back in the '80s when he was playing it at uh, at the at the boys I think the boy cellar or, or oil cans. Um, but Herb, you know, also a legend. Like it was just so cool being around her, especially Herb and H, who just like had so much history here. Right. Uh, Herb, I used to come, I'd leave Odessa when I was in high school, drive straight here, and go to Proteus. Proteus was like this right. double-decker yes. club back in like the mid-90s, and Herb that. was always playing, Scott Gray would play. Um, and then we had, after that, like it, uh, they had a, this place called Hollywood After Hours uh, here mm -hmm. in Austin, and it was down just off Congress. And you'd finish partying at Proteus, and then you'd go to Hollywood After Hours. They opened at midnight, I believe, and then they stayed open till like six in the morning. But didn't serve drinks after like two right. because that's that's state law. Um, right. But everybody was there until six, just you know, serving serving uh, refreshments and your juices because everybody just needs to stay hydrated. You know, after a long <laughs> night of drinking and no energy after that. You know, but no, it was a par drugs. party central. Like that, the Hollywood after hours was fucking party. Uh, man, it was great. Those are wild times. So that's what that's what brought me to Austin. You know, like I moved to Definitely. Denton, right. moved to Denton. And then came back to Odessa, and then I was like, man, I gotta get to Austin. And yes. so I've you've been here ever since. Like I've, I've, we used to travel here, like seriously, like '93. I would drive here right after school, right after I got out of high school. I would drive my car here on Friday afternoon, stay here, I'll party all weekend, drive back on Sunday. Uh, we do that like at least once a month, if not a couple times. And like, what better place to be? Austin in the early '90s. I get it. Like, this yeah. is like it was. There was a big energy. That's why I moved here in 2005. But I was like, I came here mostly for the. Well, in the 90s, I came here for the, you know, for the rave scene. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then I came back for the hip hop scene. But the hip hop scene here was dying down. Yeah. And I was like, I always fucking miss everything. Yeah. I'm um, still here. I love it. You know, as you, it's, it's Austin, Texas. We're we're on the map. I yeah. mean, literally, I don't have to. I mean, we are. <laughs> who isn't on the map? We have a spot on the map. They give us our spot. But people like yeah. the people. I mean, you know, they're moving here all the time. They're I can barely get around this. Fucking town anymore. It's it's trying true. to stoplight of her on fucking Seventh and Adiac or some shit. Like I'm going across. Just I was like, for here, for right, here. Right. Yeah. It's, the it's all Austinisms. You'll get it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you, you, yeah, I. Here's where we, I want to use three words. Give me three words about this this era that we just discussed. Give me three three adjectives that if you have three words for this. Man. Mm. Um. Man. Uh, exploration. Tons of that, like we like we dug into every style of music, um, and energy, mm. and just like I don't, ecstasy. I don't, I don't <laughs> say that. Um, man, just like I think, like I don't want to say the word freedom is in like freedom, but like man, you just had so much freedom back then, man. It just seemed like everything was so much easier and so yeah. much more fun. And you didn't have right. to worry about like all the politics involved with the bullshit and like the 
It you seemed know, like whatever just, you wanted was just going to happen, right? Like yeah. even beyond. Totally. It was just like something it was, just, was always going down. Something was always being created. Something yeah. was always being explored. Yeah. A lot, to, a lot of foundation being laid down True. for like you know what this scene is, what this what this uh, city is. Totally. You know, even now we're you know we're looking at how the electronic music, the rave scene is now. It's yeah. very much how it was in the nineties and and right True. in the early two thousands because yeah. yeah. two thousand one, two thousand two, post nine eleven, mm-hmm. <laughs> you saw the masses. You saw the re- the rise of the massives. Right. You right. saw you know um, the the degradation, I think, of some of the club drugs, right? Like they yeah. were kind of just getting a little bit more weirder and wackier, not yeah. not as great. Um, right, right. Yeah, I think meth began to kind of really rise it did. up. Yeah, nine eleven, a lot of things, you yeah. know, attached to the traumatic True. times True. that the Americans went through. <laughs> Never forget. <laughs> so, <clears throat> music. Mm-hmm. Love it. History. Love it. <laughs> I'm a fan. I'm a fan. <laughs> music. Music. Heard of it. That's what we're... I'm a fan. That's what we're doing. We're talking about... It's not about the big pants. It's not about no, Austin. No, we're talking no. about music. But I wanted to bring, bring them in. I wanted to... Okay. I, you know, yeah. we're, we're, we're an experience. We're bringing you into it. It's reverse birth. You're birthing. You're coming out. We're putting you back into the womb of time to discuss how you were born. I was born. Beyond your familial Got it. Okay. Got birth. it. Got it. Like reborn. Yes. A rebirth. I mean, yeah. Okay. I, I born think again. Bo- I think they call it oh, born again. I don't know. We uh, do it. I think it's a different thing. <laughs> I don't think we want to do a born again. <laughs> Unless we want to get a certain kind of audience, which. <laughs> I mean, it's Texas. As much as I've said tonight, I think that we might get some of the attentions of maybe the West Burroughs. <laughs> God maybe. willing. Maybe. <laughs> Music. Yeah. Family. Heard of it. You no. have some of that. I do. You do, because yeah, because we're talking about oh, when did you uh, when did you like your first electronical music situations? Mm-hmm. We talk about that. Right. There's got to be it, you, there's got to be a time before. Yeah. There's got to be a time before you heard a, something with a synth or a drum machine. Sure. Tell me about that. Um, man, I was like, probably the thing that really caught me when I was a kid. Um, you know, I was an MTV kid. Oh, I was there when MTV first started. Mm-hmm. That's I'm obviously dating myself, but I mean, if you haven't. Yeah, like catch it from like me talking about being We've here in the mid-90s. Lines, yes. um, uh, man, seeing fucking, I mean, I, I'm a huge fan of like all 80s new wave and shit like that, but the one that really grabbed me when I was a kid was Herbie Hancock Rocket. And seeing that video and hearing that tune for the first time just like changed my head. Um, then I became like really into, you know, like any of that old school breaks, like, you know, break dance t- like mm. old school shit like that mm-hmm. like man parish and like mm-hmm. hip-hop bebop that kind of shit man like was that was the, that was it um all pa- paul hardcastle like any of those things man were were really where i was at um and what really grabbed me um and then you know the older i got even though that style changed it was always kind of like a mixture of that or you could tell where my influences were pulled from that and the stuff that i like you know n- the newer stuff i liked were still grounded in that same kind of style you know like i got into craft work obviously they were before that um, but you know, being like, that's not something that kids, you know, like right, that, it's right. accessible on the radio when you're a young kid, you know, yes. you dig through that. But, um, I was always super, super into music. Uh, you know, when I was a kid, I played the drums, uh, at, I started playing the drums at 10 and played with my uncle's band. We played like classic rock and, you know, that kind of stuff. But I would play in bars in Odessa at 10 years old. Uh, my family would come, uh, and yeah, so I played in that band. Uh, had bands in high school. I had a band that was called Velcro Ocean. 
What's the name of my band? <laughs> uh, Why? Uh, good, good question. Good, I mean, yeah, we're like. Tell me about what were the? Do you remember the reject names no, on I mean, that like, list? I, no, like. Did it just uh, our, our, Yeah, the, the, I think the singer at the time came with. He thought that was a brilliant name, so we're like, yeah, we can. We're we're practicing at your house. You can name the band, uh, and you've got all the, your parents have all the money to buy all the gear and do all the things like, and they have all the snacks. You can pick whatever name we want for the band. Um, so we, you know, played like all the whatever grunge shit was back then, mm-hmm. and had like. Mm-hmm two original tunes that were both shit um yeah it was bad uh <laughs> and then we <laughs> then our next band iteration was called crack widener um yeah I, butthole surfers crack widener totally. i see yep. where you're going totally here. right and then we had a band called noodle dumb after that i um, like that one yeah that's a yeah it's a, i'd get a sticker of that. that's a good one uh yes yeah. yeah, so we you know i was always in bands and stuff when i was in school um, no, we were in marching band. I wasn't actually. I was in marching band. Did you? Did you do the, the little tr- half time, the little half step? Did you do, that, to do the thing? All that. So, <laughs> so, I, so I didn't play the drums in yeah. band. I, yeah. I, I, pl- I tried out to play the drums when I was, was in band. Was it the snare? Or was it the big one? That the no, thung, I, I, played thung, the, I played the trombone. So I tried oh. out. I tried out for the drums when okay. I was in band. They were like, "Yeah, you're not coordinated enough to play the drums." So I was like, well, "They give you the fucking trombone." Well, so I was like, "Fuck that!" So my dad bought me a. I was like, "Buy me a trap set." So then I started playing the drums like right after that. So I'll, at all the pep rallies and shit, I played on the drums. But I played the trombone in marching band. But I also played football. Which was an interesting thing because I would play football halftime when everybody else is chilling out in the in the in the locker room. I would have to take off my shoulder pads and fucking march with a with a trombone. I'd I'd put the shoes on and the hat, but with like football pants and like a sweaty gray shirt, and would march, um, yeah, and spell out whatever we had to spell out, you know, and <laughs> go fight win or some shit. Um, yeah, so that's that's what I did. Um, yeah, so I played. Yeah, I was in band uh, all through junior high, and then I switched to choir when I was in high school. And I played in the show choir. I was the drummer of the show choir. <laughs> our group was called the Vibrations. Okay, well, I think that that's inappropriate. Yeah, I thought I did too. And our, our, our outfits were certainly inappropriate. They're all like gold lamay and like shit like that. Our our, our choir director. Was, what is was happening in Odessa? <laughs> our choir director is like sixty five and just like stuck in this Big very dreams. much like she's like this is what you guys are wearing. Uh, and we would go play and like, we played. It, we performed at Disneyland. We performed it. Opryland Park. We opened up for the Oak Ridge Boys. Oh, um, okay. So there's that. For yeah, any of those who you know who the Oak Ridge Boys are, probably not. Um, they had one song named Elvira, and I think that's the only thing that happened. Um, yeah, but always, always in music. And then I got into, you know, like when I started listening to electronic music when I was uh, probably like junior in high school. And I just like wanted DJ rec- DJ music and like I would see these. I remember watching Juice and I love oh, I watched Juice and yes. I was like I'm fucking DJing now, bro. This yeah, is it. yeah. Um, the so, last the the competition scene totally, that he'd been gearing all of these like totally. spinning around doing and all watch the it, things. Watching now you're like man he's not he didn't he's not he's not <laughs> nailing that at all. Like it, you can tell it's not him and he's cutting nothing. Um, so I love I love that movie and so like I'm gonna I'm gonna be a DJ man and so I had like a fucking Kenwood one that went on top of somebody's stereo like a thick one. And then, it, you know, it was all direct or belt driven. And then I had like another small, like little pioneer. And then I had this, um, it was like a, uh, like, a, you know, a bookshelf CD player with tape deck. The, the CD player wouldn't work. So I had like a Mickey's Big Mouth. It was my friend Ruben's Mickey's Big Mouth that would hold it, hold the top down. So I'd play a CD. So I couldn't mix because they were belt driven. They were shit. And I had like this big Radio Shack mixture that had like the needle on it. And so I couldn't mix on them. So what I would do is I'd play a record that I had, and then I would have like some ambient sound on this on this thing. So I'd just like fade this out, play the ambient sounds on this CD, and then bring this other record in. Okay. And it was yeah, it was. You're that's crafty. That's how I did it. That yeah, is a crafty work, situation. I had to work through. Um, yeah. So that was my first my first gig uh, was at my best friend Ruben's house uh, on the south side of Odessa, and like playing with that with that gear. I think about it now it's so funny. Um, now friendship. 
Yeah. You and Ruben. Yeah. Friends for a very long time. Yeah. He just mentioned his whole setup. He had a big mouth Mickey. I have no idea what that is. Oh, a fucking Mickey's. 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 Yeah. Mickey's so he had to, he's like, I gotta buy one. And then like, <laughs> it's a it fresh, and then when you're done, I'm gonna drink this. No, no, right? like that you, thing was on his stereo for, I mean, as long as I knew him. I've known him since seventh grade. It's been on like since seventh grade. Was it full or was it? It was full. Completely, oh, so because it had the weight never, had the weight had to hold it down. The way he's like, I can't touch um, this. Is our, this is part of our. Then stuff. one of our friends drank it like our senior year and had been on. Like, oh, had well, been sitting there in the Texas heat in this room and. That's not a good situation. And it's like a clear bottle anyway. It's like green bottle, you yeah. know. So like it's skunked. It's, <laughs> it was rough. Yeah. Uh, watching him drink that was yeah. It was a, it was so Ruben literally yep. held you down. Yeah. As they say. He's been there. And uh, yeah. still still friends to this day. Yeah. Just saw him uh, last... Two days ago. Two yeah. days ago. Yeah. We've right. been friends for yeah, Amazing. 32 years. I love friendship. I do too. Friendship's good. Friendship, friendship is rare. Oh, that's, friendship a, that's, is that's a Wayne song. I thought we were <laughs> ad-libbing. <laughs> I was ready. I do that a lot. That was, yeah. Sorry, that was Wayne. Uh, well... Ween? I'm a huge Ween fan. I see a Ween yeah. thing. You won't be able to see it. Yeah. In the know, back, I see it, and I was like, is that a Ween? <laughs> do, you see, do you see what's on the Ween poster? It's, it's Charles Manson with uh, a Jesus robe carrying a dead alien. It speaks to me. Yeah, same. It speaks same. to me. That's why I yeah. do Yeah. I like that. You know, somebody's theorizing that uh, Area 51 mm -hmm. is the exit. Makes sense. Makes <laughs> makes total sense to me. Now, that's where, that's where, maybe that's where the Sasquatch goes. Okay, so now we're getting into this. This is my part of the interview, all right? This is where this is where I want to. I'm glad I actually had yeah, notes here. Coming? Well, okay. I had something similar. Okay. We talked about squatch earlier. Maybe we'll yeah. get into it. Now I, I want to flow in this direction yeah. just to take a little break. We'll get back into whatever we're talking about okay. at the other time. But what's important here is, have you ever seen a ghost? See, I mean, have you ever more, seen a ghost? I feel like I have, but I think it was mostly drug induced, okay. uh, so I don't know that I really have. Uh, I, th I mean, we're all future ghosts, so there's that. He, yes, we are. We are. I, but I also thought that you meant like we were doing the time slip situation because I no. love anything with a with a, with a time. It has a time slip. It has a, a repetitive loop. Yeah. I like that thing. So I like the idea of like, oh, the ghost that I'm seeing is actually myself in the future. Yeah. Not really a ghost. One yeah. of my favorite movie plots ghost? ever. Just ghost. Just in well, well <laughs> go Molly, you in danger, girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I touched the mic with my thumb. I'm sorry if that's going to come out. Excuse us again. First show. First, we're kicking it off. The inaugural. 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 Is that mean that we're gonna do it year, doesn't sound, yearly? That doesn't, doesn't sound attractive. Sound like, doesn't, doesn't sound like a good one. The rural juror. Inaugural. <laughs> too many vowels in there. I hate the English language. Yeah. And the it's metric. Very... And like, why do we have the metric system? What's up with that? I have to apologize to my coworkers all the time. They're in Europe, and I'm saying, look, I don't understand this whole date month thing that you arrange them in. Yeah. I'm sorry, I don't well, understand I mean that, what like, kilometers are. Well, why? Do, yeah, like everything's a power of ten. Like, why? I saw the thing the other day that like, oh, this there was this hole in the highway, and it was uh, three uh, washing machines big. Like that's how big the hole was. And like, think... like we're so fucking like opposed <laughs> to the metric system. We come up with our own shit. Like this was like six washing machines big, you know, versus like it was five meters, you know. Whatever. Oh God, I hate that. I really, I'd be like, oh, okay, that makes sense to me. <laughs> it like, does. It, it does, right? <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean long ways or we're, we're like stuck next to each other? Like, which? <laughs> right. It's good. Oh well, you know we're we're so ghosts. Yeah, yeah. You've seen the movie Ghosts. I have seen Not the movie sure Ghost. if you've seen the. the, the I'm crazy for Swayze. I'll tell you that much. I who mean, isn't? Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah, yeah. You know. Roadhouse dirty is dancing. Roadhouse well. is mine. Roadhouse is all. Oh, sorry, I get that. I get. Well, Roadhouse dirty dancing is mine, and yeah. I feel I, it makes sense for us, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. The other day I was with some family. My my nephew comes in and he's carrying a watermelon, and I say. You carried a watermelon. Didn't understand. He's eight, but he didn't get it, and I thought that was sad because yeah. I knew what it was when I was eight. He'll get there. You should. Yeah. He'll get there. He was, <laughs> so for not Havana nights though. 
you missed the alien sighting that we had I at did. the camp. I did. But have you ever seen, and I won't go into it, it's not about me, but we did see an alien. Did you, it was a UFO, or it could have been an alien as an orb. It doesn't matter, True. have you seen one before? Any supernatural, any cosmic situation? I've, yeah, definitely some cosmic business going on. Like, um, yeah, so as a matter of fact, it ties into you. Remember when I saw you? This is a crazy story. So I ran into, so my friends and I used to drive from here to Big Bend. Uh, which is an eight-hour drive, and you're on I-20, or I-10, rather. Um, and it's a long drive, and we would leave at night. And we would stop at the same couple of uh, convenience stores along the way. We happened to stop in Alpine, which is six full hours from here. It's 4 o'clock in the morning. You know, there's like a caravan of us. There's like 10 of us or more. Uh, we get out, go into this convenience store in the middle of fucking nowhere. Who would I see? Misa. <laughs> Run into Misa in the middle of nowhere <laughs> um, while we're going out to Big Ben to, uh, you know, uh, take some hallucinogens and... Uh, squeeze your third eye and mm -hmm. uh, and mm -hmm. so while we're out there you know, we're shooting off fireworks and whatever and this huge green tail just comes across the sky oh. we thought it was, we thought it was somebody shooting fireworks away right. from us right. but this thing you could just hear it humming like, all the way across the sky there was um, Fun Fest was going on here in Austin Danzig okay. was here and like people talked about seeing this green tail they saw it from wow. Corpus Christi to West Texas um, and we saw this thing like right overhead right in a prime mental state to yes. see this thing and like yes. embrace it um and it was just like right place right time it was amazing so good I love um I, I i assume there's aliens riding those things that's just on. oh man like a ski do like a sea do just like just like ripping around on but get them to take out the meteor for a little bit bro um but yeah uh aliens I, I would assume I've seen them. I feel like they're among us. I mean, I I, I'm, a they, I'm a They Live fan, uh, oh, and they yes. they walk among us for no, sure. Yeah, man, yeah, yeah. 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 I so agree. They're always here. I agree. Yeah. And that's the thing, too, is that, you know, like, I feel as if, now I don't want to get into the, the current shitstorm that is the the people that are fucking, well, they're not that well politically or fucking, you know, mentally. But back in the day, day, 9-11 situation, we had our own crazy theories. A lot of us had our own crazy theories. But we never went as far. Yeah. as these people now. You know true, what? I'm not going to give them any more time, but I'm yeah. just saying that they do walk among us. <laughs> they and, do. Um, they do. But I'm not going to kill anybody over it. I'm just going to let it be. Family! <laughs> yep. In the Heard band. 10-year-old at mm -hmm. a bar. Mm -hmm. Drums. Yeah. What was the name of the band? Um, the Crawford Family oh, Business? Do we, do we even have a band name? It was my uncle's name. His name, he was, just his name was Cecil. <laughs> Cecil Dale, uh, which Dale's the prominent middle name of my family. Cecil Dale. Um, what was the name of Ben? I, well, there had to have been a name. I was at 10. I didn't give a shit. I was Why like, Dale? <laughs> I mean, I love. I mean, <laughs> but I think of, know. I mean, the beauty of that name. I, mean, I know. Think of it. <laughs> no. Uh, no, there's, I, there's, it's fun to write. I think there's like 10 of us in my family. Like there's My name is Bobby, Bobby Dale. Mm -hmm. We have Ricky Dale, Cecil Dale, Andy Dale, Stephen Dale, Truly Dale, Terry Dale, and I think there's a couple more that I'm forgetting. But yeah, Dale. That's the one. That's how classy we are in my in West Odessa. <laughs> <laughs> like it's uh, Dale. I don't know Dale. <laughs> um, yeah. Did you? Did your son take on the Dale? No, no. I, I you wish, broke the, the you yeah, broke the, the cycle. Curse, the curse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, his name is Isaac Andrew. So he's got a. I nice like that. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Not a desert not a name. Dale. Yeah, not yeah, a Dale. Not a Dale. Yeah, not at all. So there, are they? What is there a washboard in the band or? Um, not at that time. There's a washboard in my current band. <laughs> I play I the washboard. The washboard sitting right over there. Actually. You do play. The, you do play the washboard. Yeah, I have I seen it. Tell yeah. me, let's shift over to this. What's this band? Okay. Who, what are you doing? Yeah. So, uh, so the band. So, should I start with the band or should I talk how I built up to the band? Let's let's, let's, talk, let's build. Let's, let's build. Let's okay. build into it. So we talk about the drum and bass. I played the drum and bass from you know. I mean, I started in like '94, '95, uh, and 
uh, you know, played that consistently until about 2005. And then it just started getting like really heavy, you know, like, and I was getting, you know, into the heavy shit too. But it was just like not as mus musical as I liked it. And so I was looking for something else. Mm -hmm. So I started getting into grime mm -hmm. and like early dubstep at that time mm -hmm. um, before it was like really coined dubstep, but it was like really grime and stuff like that. And getting into like weird Planet Mew stuff, you know, like this bit meddler and like all these other weird like noise kind of shit. When did um, you say bit meddler? Bit meddler. I love grunge. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, you know, I listened to all that stuff and I was trying to figure out my sound, you know, and so I would like, play a little bit of that, play a little bit of this grime and kind of like go back and forth. Um, and then, you know, like really got on, like caught on to like a dubstep sound. Like from, I had a friend uh, lived in the UK, sent me a couple of CDs that had all this like really early like digital mystic stuff and loved it. And so, you know, I just went full force into that and started the first dubstep night here with my friend Mike Innerline, uh, Tyrant, uh, uh, Johnny I.O. and Sloppy Jackson. We had uh, a night called Wait at Plush uh, and like, we started early, very early 2006, maybe end of 2005, I can't recall. But I had the first dubstep night in Texas. There was one dubstep night called Dub War in New York, and there was Grime City in LA, and there was one more, I think, in, in California, but we had the first one in Texas, um, and it was great. Like, we went off on that for quite a few years, um, you know, and that just kind of progressed. And then, same thing that happened to Drum and Bass, started getting really angry, and, you know, we kind of very, started, They called it bro-step, bro step, yeah. Right? You started losing, like, the dub of the dubstep, yes. you know, and that was the beauty of it. And so... Um, you know, my homies produced, like Mike produced, and uh, Pete, and then, you know, that's how I met a bunch of folks that we brought in, like uh, Ramadan Man, who ended up turning into Pearson Sound, my boy Headhunter, who is now Addison Groove, um, you know, just had a lot of folks that we met on the Dubstep Forum. Mike and I actually had a, uh, a show on Sub-FM called The Drawl, and it was great. We were like, Sub-FM was a UK-based internet radio station that played all Dubstep. Mm. We were the first Americans on that show, um, and so, you know, we were, just, so we were just like, you know, I have a... I would, I would, you know, play up my accent for sure. The show was called The Draw because, you know, I'm very drawn out, like, just to like the music. Uh, first, the first show, the very first song we played was uh, from Team America, America Fuck Yeah. That was the very first song I play on the, <laughs> played on the show. We had a blast. Like, Mike and I did that for a year or two, um, and it was great. And so we had, we had that outlet, and we also would bring in, you know, different acts and, uh, you know, brought in, like, you know, like I said, uh, Headhunter and Caspa and uh, Anti Serum, Joe Nice, Junior. Uh, clouds, Gothrad, like a ton of folks to plush uh, and had really good shows there. And then, you know, that went on for a while. Um, we just kind of grew tired of it a little bit. Like the bass, the more bass kind of like, I don't want to say bass house, but like more bass kind of drive. That's mm -hmm, what we started really mm -hmm. getting into. Uh, and then, you're talking about like a garage, like a two-step? It was like, kind of two-steppy, but like it was more like bass kind of like, I don't know, it's more like like 130 BPM kind of oh, good, good like driving yes, bass stuff. Right. So mm -hmm. I started getting into that a lot uh, and started a night at Kingdom that was called Bottom Heavy. And ran that for uh, like a good year and a half. Um, and then, man, I just got like, at some point I just got tired of going out and tired of like, mm -hmm. I couldn't, I, I couldn't, I, I couldn't muster up the energy to like really promote something again, you know? Like yeah. I've been doing it shit for so long, playing it every week at Plush, sometimes multiple times a week. You talked about the Monday night. They used to have a Monday night raw where you go in there and play anything. I would go in there and play random shit on a Monday night sometimes. Then I'd play on like on Wednesday. Uh, and we had the Friday, like, and I would play Merrick Brown's night. He had a really beautiful broken beat night that he would do, so I'd hop in there every now and then, just playing a lot. And at that point, 2012, I was just like, man, I'm over trying to, like, get another night going. I just didn't right. have the energy for it. And also, I just thought, I had this, this thing where, like, if I wasn't DJing and I was at the club, I felt awkward because at that point, in 2012, I was 35, I guess. Huh? Yeah. Well, is that right? I don't know. I think that sounds right. We're in yeah, the 30s. Sounds, that sounds right. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, so 35. I'm 32. Yeah, so right, I was 35 okay. in 2012, and I was like, 
you know, I was getting older and everybody else was staying the same age, like that fucking totally. Matthew Connie thing. And I was like, <laughs> very awesome. and I felt creep, I felt a little creepy. I'm like, I mean, it was nothing creepy about it, but I was like, I'm fucking old and everybody else in here is like 20. They're like my son's age, you know, and I'm like, fuck, this is weird. Uh, and yeah. also just like had the, didn't have the energy for it. So uh, I stopped playing out. Like I just gave it up. Uh, and so then I started like, you know, I always had like a big record collection, had like, you know, classic rock and a bunch of old like outlaw country. So I started DJing that stuff. Like I would go to, Odessa and play at these like uh, motorcycle club rallies and like cars like my home homie has a lowrider car club out there so I'd go and like DJ at their stuff play like you know some cumbia play like some outlaw country all this other shit so I did that for a while and then um, uh, met a friend uh, who was in a band called Kill County they came from Nebraska uh, in about 2015 met him and he and the banjo player had moved here and the bass player um, but they didn't, their drummer stayed in Nebraska. Uh, my wife was friends with them. That's how I how I met them. But they um, they're like, yeah, your wife told us you play the drums. I'm like, well, that was like, like 25 years ago. But I'll give it a go. So I picked up drums and I've been playing with them ever since. Um, we've put out one. We put out one album, um, and they they've had they have six overall or seven. Uh, and we just finished a new one and actually just sent it to get mastered uh, on Friday. So it'll be up on Bandcamp uh, soon Band enough. Camp. I do too. Yeah. We actually just uh, gave our, our website up, uh, our Kill County website, because we're like, why would we do that when you have Bandcamp? Plus, it was like a killcounty.org, which I always thought was weird. Because <laughs> somebody, somebody, somebody had the dot com already, and we're like, huh, it's like a dot org. Also, who has killcounty.com? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> right. They're like, well, we're an animal kill shelter. Yeah, exa- Wait, what? <laughs> exactly. exactly. Um, but yeah, so it's been great playing with those guys, but it's still, like such a departure from, you know, like, Right. All, the, all the electronic music that I'm but into. But you're going it's, back. You're, yeah, you're, you're coming totally. back. Now you're cool. driving to Odessa. Exactly. You're, you start driving into Odessa to, to right. do shows there, which I think that, I mean, yeah. did you look at that? Did you ever take a look at yeah. that and say, wow? Well, yeah. I mean, so the band was supposed to play out there. So, like, right before uh, COVID hit, actually the weekend, like, in, in March when shit went down, uh, we were supposed to go out to uh, Odessa and play. Then uh, COVID, well, COVID wasn't really popping off yet, but there was a uh, uh, an altercation with one of the other uh not rival bike clubs, but there was like some shooting went on in Odessa, and so they were nervous to go out there. But I was like, "Fuck it, I'll still go." Like <laughs> <laughs> that's just what happens. That's exactly what I told them. And they were like, "So my friend was like, well, if Dan's not coming, can you just play?'" And I was like, "Oh, see, instead of being behind everybody in case shit goes down, I've got three people in front of me. I'm now front and center." Yeah, but you got the washboard. It's fine. Yeah, it's like <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, so so the band has been. Uh, we've been playing. Uh, you know, we we. It, man, it's so it's so good. So we have it's like very folky Americana, like really like um, these guys are like old punk rockers, and they have like really old like punk rock ideologies, and so very like fuck the man, and you know just yes. like really yeah. The lyrics are lyrically beautiful writers. Um, I was a fan of them before I joined the band, uh, and then we've been together for six years, and man, it's great, it's so much fun. But yeah, again, such a departure from like what I normally listen to, and right. like. That kind of stuff, but it's great. Still it's in the DNA, outlet. still in the DNA yeah. there though. Totally, uh, totally. It just feels good. It feels nice. Like, it's just good. And they're good dudes. Like yeah. really good dudes. So I've seen y'all play. Awesome. I love it. Yeah. I remember I, I got my puppy in 2017, and he mm-hmm. I brought him to the show. You know, yeah. so it was like his first, you know, <laughs> totally. first show ever. Yep. Um, awesome. A little puppy Domingo looks awesome. just like Bobby's hair. He does. <laughs> <laughs> put him next to you. You couldn't tell which was which. We have photos. We'll put them up on the site. We don't have a site yet, but when we do, we'll put it up there. Uh, what, a couple things here. Mm-hmm. One, I forget that Nebraska exists. Mm-hmm. I had a theory for a very long time mm-hmm. that it didn't. Yeah. And then somebody said the faint is from there. Well, I like the faint okay. at that point, so I said, well, I guess it exists. Yeah. I very. Mm-hmm. I don't like. I hear a fact. I make up a thing. Mm-hmm. I don't go any further. I don't dig in usually. Yeah. 
Well, why would you? Um, I mean, why would you? Who has Just form your own opinions. Yeah. From, <laughs> yeah. Form your own opinions from just reading the title of an article. I'm like, yeah. Those whole countries yeah. built on opinions, <laughs> you know? Right, right. Like scientists go to school for years and like, so learn all this shit only for an asshole to be like, that's bullshit, yeah, whatever you doesn't work, yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, I drove to Nebraska. We, we drove for our bass player at the time uh, was, was getting married. So the band ended up playing there, like one of their old stomping grounds. God, I can't remember the name of the place right off. But I'd never played there with them. So we go there and we play, oh, it's called the Zoo Bar is where they played. And they used to always sell this place out. We go there uh, for the wedding, and then the next night we play at the Zoo Bar. Sold out. The place was sold out. It was awesome. We had like a full crowd of yeah. people who knew that band were like yelling out song titles that I didn't even, I'm like, I don't even know this fucking song. Oh, like, that's it was good. so rad. Yeah. Uh, such good energy, man. It was great like to have, you know, uh, all their all their old school fans. But yeah, they knew all the songs. And they were throwing, they're like, you guys want to do this one? And I was like, I don't know that fucking song. Like, but I'm the drummer. So <laughs> Is it a swing beat? The, the good, good thing is I'm the drummer. Like, I don't need to know any chords. I'm just like, Is this one? All right, good. We're good. This little feel here. Good. Yeah, it's nice. Oh. Yeah, so it does exist. Yes. Uh, and there's lots of corn out there, obviously. Uh, well, right. That's yeah. where our corn comes I feel like from. I, I feel like the corn that they grow is for agriculture like i think they feed that's it's for feed i don't know that they, we don't eat that corn I don't think it's a so. whole different corn that we eat that's complicated i don't know i'm just maybe i'm making this up i i, I take a you're already out i take the i take it as fact not opinion. you know what's interesting is like is that they like you know you think about elotes with the with the, with mm, uh, with mayo mm-hmm. nebraska boys love mayo more than anybody i've ever seen in my life I they are that. on it yeah that seems like, like it yeah mayo sandwiches like, straight up like nothing else that's but the mayo. a little a little much a little, a little much, much. Yeah. yeah but then i also feel like in texas there's people you've met who have ketchup sandwiches like i, I feel like okay well, i'm maybe not, not friends with anything it's like do. an ohio thing not that i ever lived there but sometimes i meet somebody from you, ohio and they always say something that shocks ohio? me you know a, a couple things unfortunately yeah. uh i do know and I, let's see uh fans if you if you want if you want to uh, corroborate on this i think that there is a florida ohio connection which I don't want to disappoint any of our demographic, but you know, Florida's trash and Ohio kind of is too. And I get it, not your fault. There's a lot of things that, that, that happen out there, the economy wise, but I do notice that people who may be in Florida end up in Florida mm-hmm. have some sort of uh, beginnings in Ohio or people who are escaping Florida because they're now a felon go to Ohio. Casey Anthony, case in point, oh. from Ohio, now to Florida. Wow, okay. I know. I see it. Yes, it's like it's a. It's we need to talk about the Ohio to Florida pipeline. Nobody's ready to talk about that. Not ready. It's too soon. It's too soon. Marriage. Oh. Now you mentioned marriage. <laughs> it's like Princess Bride. Yes. Yeah. Marriage. Which I have a Princess Bride tattoo, but that's it's not about me. Maybe we'll have that up on our Instagram page that you we've yet to to we don't have one. Yeah. Don't look for it. You can go to mine. We're not gonna. It's not about me. It's about. It's about marriage. marriage. You you went out for a wedding. Mm-hmm. You you played the wedding. How it was a it was a lovely time. But I want to talk great. about yours because mm-hmm. you've mentioned your wife a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Big fan, mm-hmm. both of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, Christina. Yep. May I say her name? Yeah. Chris, sure. Christi- Christina. Christina. Christine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you mentioned you know she she uh, she knew the Kill County guys for she mm-hmm. introduces you. Mm-hmm. I, uh, she's a very extroverted. Personality, mm-hmm. you know, emphasis, it's a, it's, emphasis on that extra. Okay. <laughs> she met uh, Addison, Gro- Gro- Addison Gro- Grove. <laughs> that, that's actually a place here. It's a, it's a wedding wedding venue here in Austin. I Addison Grove. There was something you said. Yeah. You know, and yeah, I, 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 maybe I'll interview him one day and figure yeah. out how he came up with this name. But uh, yeah. you know, my apologies. I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So you know, she met him at first. She's like, actually you know, no, I met him. First. You but, met him first. But now she's better friends with him than me. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let her have that. Right. Yeah. No. He like we brought him in in 2007. It's one of our very first shows at the parish um and like we just became buds and like he would come like we brought him several times during the dubstep days and like 
now when he goes on tour, he comes and stays with us for a week. It's great. He's a good dude. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, sorry to digress. So well, she, yeah. Yeah, so you, so she uh, knew you know, Tony. You, yeah. you guys have been a part. You and you've been a, you've been together for how long? Now? A long time. A long time. <laughs> no, um, twenty four years. Yeah, I love that. Years. That's that is that could be a, a whole time. other child. Yeah, or, or we, like a, a sentence on some sort of uh, serious crime. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Probably like a murder case in Texas. They're like, you don't get live. Yeah. I mean, it's just years years is fine. Don't forget about it by then, dude. It's okay. <laughs> uh, you know, we I was we were um, it was with some friends and we were talking about Joan. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we usually kind of bring this up in the whole. I'm going to touch you. I don't want to give the ojo, but like you know, we're like, oh, like Zumbi's having friends get newly married. We're like, we'll go yeah. talk to Bobby and Christina. Go sit with them for a second if yeah. you have any questions right. about you know how to get on. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a lot. It's do a lot. you do you have any any advice any advice for marriage? Uh, um. <laughs> I had lots of advice. Um, <laughs> man, so I'll, t- I'll tell you a story. When we first got married, uh, we lived over by Highland Mall, uh, when it was still Highland Mall uh, and not ACC. Um, and there was an old man on our corner. And I always saw him out watering. And I knew he was married, but I never saw his wife. He's hanging out, watering the yard all the time. So I stopped by one day. I'm like, hey, you know, I, kn- I know you're married. Like, what's the deal? Like, I never see your wife. Is she okay? He's like, oh, yeah, she's just in her side doing her own thing. I was like, how long have you been married? He's like 64 years or something crazy. It was an insane number. I was like, okay, my wife and I just got married. Uh, can you, what's the secret? He's like, he's like, do you ever see her? And I was like, <laughs> no. He's like, we have our own hobbies. We do our own thing. We have plenty of space. He's like, we spend time together. We also make time for ourselves and make sure that you have enough space for yourself. And like, I don't want to like say that like, you know, the long secret of longevity is not seeing your wife and just like doing your own thing. But having your own hobbies is super important. Uh, having an outlet. Um, but also just sharing things with one another and growing together. Like, that's the thing is we, you know, music brought us together. Um, and, you know, like, our, we're both very, very into music. But, you know, our our sounds, you know, sometimes they roll together. Sometimes they, they go apart. But we both still appreciate one another's music. You know, like, mm. I'll go on these crazy, like, kraut rock tips for, you know, like, hey, check this stuff out. And, or, you know, some weirdo shit. And she's like, yeah, all about it. And it's just good, like, being able to share those things and, yeah. and just, like, Working through those, you know, like listening to music, but, you know, any problems you have, just working through them, man. It's all about working through your shit, having good communication, um, but just having fun. Like, if people don't have fun. And I'll tell you one, one another secret, too, uh, you know, long relationship. Um, I have a son that I had when I was very young. Love him dearly. We have grandkids. Um, but had we not had, had I not had a child at that point, Christine and I did not have any kids, and that's the secret to a long <laughs> relationship. It's, man, I think kids ruin it, dude. Sorry for, sorry for my... Sorry, sorry, Mike. <laughs> no, I mean, and I think that you know, maybe I think self-centered. We don't want it's a negative connotation to it, sure. right? And, yeah. and, and maybe it doesn't even have to once. say self-centered, but it's like you're right. We're exploring who we are. Yeah. We're you know, you, you get you know. Earlier, I was thinking like age ain't nothing but a number, but like you know, it, it is right. Like yeah. it's, it's really just more of a clock of how long you have here. Like yeah. when people say, "Oh, well, you're this age, you should be doing this. Why aren't you like this?" Where it's like, right. well, then on the converse of that, you could say that um you know like oh well if they're you know they're 35 and they haven't bought their house yet mm-hmm. then you know that anybody who does have a house should be 35 right like it's right. like where, right. where do you kind of yeah. measure like yeah. what you should be doing and it's all on somebody's own measurement yeah but like who's um, measurement yeah what's that right. about like how much exactly. f- how much fun is that person having who's 35 and like sitting on this exact clock where doing all the things they sh- they're supposed to be doing right right you know? if somebody has the opinion of that I'm like well what else is on your fucking list yeah. i need to do that like well i'm glad you asked because you should also have a zebra farm and you know i <laughs> do right. want one <laughs> But Who I don't doesn't? have one. So does that mean I'm not 35? What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? And Still I'm not 35. 
guess. <laughs> I guashua. Uh, right. And so, you know, I think that, um, you know, we're still living in these times where, you know, we're coming, you know, we're raised by boomers. And yeah. they're saying, have the babies. Yeah. You gotta have yeah. them. And then the government yeah. wants you to have the babies. They want you to have the babies. They do. Because they either want to take, take your baby and sell it in the adoption service, or they just want to like tie you down so you're now in fear of your of making sure your child's gonna be okay so you can't take any risks and right. like explore your juices. <laughs> No, get yeah, those juices wrapped up. <laughs> keep them juices wrapped up, yeah. especially now. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. We're right. In a, we're in a tough time in Texas where you got to keep them juices tight, keep those juices dry, y'all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Throw some sand on. I don't know. <laughs> Cut that one out. We're in Texas right I'm now. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> but, uh, sand. <laughs> do answer. not do that. <laughs> Don't throw some sand in there. <laughs> Especially not, not Galveston this is not your sand. Playbox. There's a oh, lot definitely. of oil in it. Yeah, no. Definitely not. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, and I love that what you've given the, because I do see you and Christina as having this thing, right? You've always been like, we just do our own thing. We come, we, we come back together. Mm-hmm. And I've tried to actually tell some of my other, you know, lovers, yeah. this, some of my relationships, like, look, I don't need to be with you all the fucking time. Like, yeah. I, I will go, I'm going to go do this other thing. I'll meet you, like, when we're tired. We can hang out. We can watch a movie. You know, cuddle up. Yeah. Doesn't seem to work for me. Mm. And I don't know, maybe it's when my voice does this. Maybe that's why <laughs> I don't want to stick around. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't worked yet, but I get that. Yeah. And I love that advice. I think good. that everybody take note. It's good for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, don't get the Klingons, man. You gotta leave those guys alone. <laughs> leave them out of here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I feel like sometimes maybe. Anyways, it's not yeah. about me. It's yeah. not about me. We're gonna we'll we're, talk about we're, that. We'll we'll take that off yeah. camera. We'll do another margarita. <laughs> Genres. Okay. You mentioned. You know, mm-hmm. you you dip off. You and you you yeah. have your own things. You bring. You say, hey, I found this thing. I, I want to mm-hmm. show you my love, my true love of my life. I want right. to show you this music. It's kraut rock. <laughs> and she says, yeah. So how are you exploring genre? Man, I, I mean, I just dig in like. I don't know. Like, I mean, I listen to a little bit of everything. Like, I've always listened to a lot, of, a lot of everything, actually. Um, but then I just get in these weird worm uh, rabbit holes where mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, let me dig on everything that's kraut rock based for like. Mm-hmm. And man, you just like you open these doors and you walk yes. in them and you just taking all this stuff. And Digital like, digging. Yeah, totally. You dig all that up and then you're like, okay, right. cool. Now what? Now what? Now what else? What else is out here? Oh, there's a uh, psychedelic cumbia. Like, let me dig oh, in all this chicha. You, you know, do like, a good. You do I, a good. I love all that mm, stuff. Good like that, you know, like cumbia. any of that shit. Um, but it's just like finding these little niche that you want to like really explore and then digging in. Mm-hmm. But I mean, electronic music in general is just like, it's so deep. Yeah, um, you know? it does. Um, drum and bass, you know, like I, I've stepped away from it for a long time, but um, you know, I got back into it. Like literally like at the start of the pandemic, I bought my first controller ever. Um, I never played, the only thing I ever played on was like CDJs. Like I had, I'm a mm-hmm. vinyl guy, mm-hmm. played on CDJs because it was the same kind of thing as a, as a turntable. You know, you had like your CDs and it was like a physical product. Right. Throw right. it in there and the same kind of shit. Never really played on uh, anything like, like a controller or adding to my songs on a thumb drive until uh, I played uh, a show a few months ago. And that's the first time I ever had to load songs on a thumb drive and go out there and play. And it was great. It was, it was super interesting. But uh, so yeah, so I got a controller just at the start of the pandemic and got like back into drum and bass. And yeah. I, man, this stuff is so good. I mean, granted, there's, you know, there's some bad things too. Like that's the one thing about I mean, SoundCloud and you know, mm, people don't have, stuff. you don't have to have uh, a label to put out your things exactly. now, right? So there's right. no label uh, quality control, making sure that everything that comes out is good, you know, so there's a lot of bad, but there's so much good music right now, you know, with it, you know, and like, I love how everything is just, you know, there's just so many different genres within this bass kind of sound, you know, we've mm-hmm. got drum and bass, which is like 180, 175, 180, mm-hmm. um, but then like all this stuff is like from 80 to like 130 to 140, then you got your, mm-hmm. you know, 160 stuff The you know, like, man, it's just so good. And there's so much of it. Um, and so it's been interesting, like getting back into it and like really just engulfing myself in these sounds and just seeing what I've missed over the fa- past few years. But 
it's even hard going back and doing that. I'm like, I just got to keep up with what's current, you know? So it's been, it's been interesting, like digging into all these different sounds uh, and it's been great. Yeah. Like I got, I didn't realize how much I missed it yes, um, until yes. I gotten back and got back into the sound and actually played out for the, you know, uh, uh, several months ago for the first time in a long time, like played drum and bass out in public and it was awesome. So much fun. Yeah. I forget how much I miss that energy. It's so good. And part of that also, you know, like is the, is the digging, right? Because I feel like, you know, we were, we were digging, we were doing vinyl, which yeah. is, you know, you're, you're feeling the records, you're flipping through, you're yep. looking at album covers, right. you know, and then vinyl goes away for a minute, right? Yeah. It was really hard to even like, you know, it wasn't really being produced as, as much as, you know, it's back. I think sure. that it is back yeah. now. What are you gonna do? Flip through CDs? You're not gonna flip through CDs, and you have to. And the yeah. internet's still climbing up. There wasn't SoundCloud yet, so you got to kind of really figure out how to download like these this music during this period where like we yeah. don't have SoundCloud. We yeah. have iTunes, but iTunes doesn't have the catalog. Okay. Um, you know, so uh, yeah. just I I love that you know that you're a lot of this conversation is like is coming into you know um, you're you're being birthed, and then we're, <laughs> we're bringing you back in, and now you're coming out. Yep. Yep. Well, it's hot in there. Um, let me let me ask this. Okay. Let me leave you with this. So you leave us with this. Okay. Any advice for old DJs? Fuck new DJs. You'll figure it out. <laughs> you get all the advice from old DJs anyways. They're always like, well, now I was your... Like, just like we've done for this last hour. Yeah, but yeah, right. So you're digging in these genres. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you're figuring out now you're doing bass music. You can you, you got your controller. And yep. you're like, let me let me play those things. It's beyond drum and bass now. Now you're, you're sure. incorporating different bass music that right. you've been finding. this digital digging that we like to call it. Yep, yep. Um, what are you doing now with that? We're post-pandemic before yeah, we go in. Yeah. Sorry that I called it that. It's really hard to get away from like our cute little... Post-pandy. <laughs> I like that one so too. So cute. Post, uh, Pandemic more is what I heard, which I really was into. <laughs> nice. nice. We'll never stop. So you know, so you get your controller, you're you're out yeah, here, you got your music. Yeah. You're like, I've got all this yeah. stuff. It's interesting though, like you know, I get all the stuff that I that I buy on you know different sites, like all the music, you know, any halftime and 130, 140 kind of stuff. I still gravitate towards drum and bass, man. Like I love all that stuff and I still play it, but like if I have my choice, I'm always gonna play drum and bass. There's mm -hmm. so many different like genres within that genre. You know, mm -hmm. like you've got like the, the liquid stuff, you got like atmospheric, you got like the deep minimal, mm -hmm. you got the bangers, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't ever go with like the you know, like the the rave bangers, that's not my thing. But mm. um, I always gravitate towards that. But, um, you know, I love like all genres and we in there, you know, like uh, anything multi-genre is, is where we're at. You know, like we have um, a production company or we're starting a, a production called Pressure Point. Mm. Um, we have our first show uh, in two weeks with Nikki Nair mm -hmm. on the 24th at Studio 69. Uh, and we'll have... Nikki Nair, uh, my old friend Merrick Brown from Chicago, his wife Toya Koya Brown from Chicago as well, and myself playing. Um, and Toy's one of my old friends. She was in uh, Mental Note uh, crew back then. We also had a night at uh, Lava Lounge, played drum and bass. But you know, like Merrick plays a little bit of everything. Nikki plays a little, a lot of everything. Mm -hmm. um, so it's going to be great to have a have like a multi-genre show because you don't see those a whole lot. You know, especially here, you know, we've got like house and techno, right. uh, or it's just straight drum and bass show. We may have some like, you know, dub or whatever before that. But like truly, like you know, I'm going to play some some chill drum and bass. Toy will probably do the same. Roll into 160. Merrick plays a little bit of everything from like 120 to 140. Mm. Nikki plays everything from like 90 to 160. So it's just going to be truly mm -hmm. like a multi-genre mm -hmm. uh, throwdown. So I'm super stoked on it. That sounds yeah. lovely. And we're going to have yeah. them on set. This isn't the set. We don't know where the set's at yet. We're actually in Bobby's <laughs> office and, and DJ studio. These yeah. are mini records, which yeah, are, are, he knows where they're, they're at. They're real. It's not just like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's not like, like a Zoom background. <laughs> like a fake library background. <laughs> it's like a cardboard. <laughs> this isn't props. They're, they all play. They all, they're, they're in order. They are in Next order. to his horror movies. Yeah. yeah uh, videos, v VHSs. VHS, yeah. 
So the pressure point, what is that mm -hmm. the name of the, the... Pressure point's the name of our crew. So it's me, uh, my wife, Christina, um, old homie, Wes, and his wife. So Wes uh, ran 32 Degrees, which was a uh, big drone-based warehouse. It was uh, called Decibel Warehouse. Uh, 32 Degrees was the name of the crew. And that was back in like, uh, you know, early 2000s in Dallas, and they were bringing all the heavy hitters back then, and it was great. Uh, so he was friends with my, with my boy Catalyst, who I mentioned earlier, uh, that I started DJing with, and Wes and I have been at friends ever since. He moved here, I don't know, 15 years ago or so, but, or maybe even longer now, but he's uh, in, in it with us, and we're stoked to throw our first show. It's, uh, you know, we were hoping that uh, the, the, the Pandy would be on the, on the way down, but oh, it's, it's, uh, it's certainly not. Anywhere. It's yeah. certainly <laughs> not. Uh, so you just gotta be safe and, and hope for the best, and yeah. I mean, the show's gonna be great regardless. Gotta so. get your boosters. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yep. I'm gonna try time. to see if I can get. I had the Pfizer. I want to see if I can get some Moderna in. I'm gonna ask them, like, hey, can you mix it? Yeah, I like mean, a you know, right? Yeah. Why not? Why not? <laughs> Why not? I tattooed <laughs> freckles on my face. I don't care anymore. I'm just out here making on the go. fly, shoot from the hip decisions. I don't, I don't care. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> What's there to care about? It's good. So, <laughs> what else you got here? Um, you know, we're we, we talked about discovering. We would I want to talk about your hair. Okay, okay. Bobby, all right, all we right. love the hair is iconic. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, we we've actually and we still could we could make this. When I say we, I mean yeah. you. Um, <laughs> uh, it should be it should be a logo. It should be an icon. Yeah. It could be you know, but also it, it's be. ever changing. It is ever changing. How yeah. do you? I feel as if you change styles as much as you you know you also are interested in your genres, right? You have yeah. a wide array of styles. Sure. Yeah. And your genres, like, how do you feel? How do you feel like you're your own piece my, of art? My hair just like it, it, it tells me where it's going. It wants to go. Like it just kind of creates it. No. <laughs> I <laughs> believe it. I'm all like, I, I, mean, I get that. I'm just thinking as long as you know me, like how. I mean, as long as we, I mean, it, there's been so many styles, so, so many, many facial hairstyles, so many yes. hairstyles. I mean, I like, usually like last several years I've just had like a big pompadour mullet and you know long curled mullet. Like mm -hmm. I've had the hair down my waist. I've had mohawk. I've had, I mean, everything. Like it goes. Uh, yeah, and then facial, full beard, big chops, big ass mustache. Like I've done. I You're do it expressing all. Yeah. yourself. It's true. I'm a hair farmer for sure. Like a, red, <laughs> I'm a redhead man. Like I just, they, it grows. It grows. And you're like, what the fuck else am I gonna it do? Does with right. It does right. I mean, those yeah. are. Does your son have the same hair situation? Is it? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's not quite as curly, but yeah, okay. like, yeah, he's got a good beard. Yeah. Do sure. all the Dales in your family have curly hair? Are they? They is do. It, oh, wow. They do. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and most of them are balding, uh, so they've got like the curly skullet. Uh, <laughs> and so it's, it, but it's interesting because you know they wear cowboy hats, so it just looks cool on the back until they're like, howdy, and they're like, oh, fuck, yeah, we're not hanging out with you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nothing worse than like <laughs> dancing all night and then. At the, at the country club in Odessa, and they take off their hat, and you're like, oh, fuck yeah. It's like sweaty, and the strands yeah. are kind of exactly. flying. It's yeah. like the preacher yep. and fucking poltergeist. No offense, <laughs> exactly. but I love that. I just love too. that visual. I love that character. In the old Let me in your house. <laughs> <laughs> fucking creeper. So good. So good. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I think that, I think I just have one more question, and yeah. I, you know, I just want to say, you know, advice for the older DJs. The DJs in your in your your era the guy the the the, the people the, the the people that are djing mm -hmm. that, that are still my age past that are 30 my age? past 40 yeah we don't give a fuck about the new djs you're gonna get all the advice anyways because there's always gonna be an older dj saying back in my day and don't fuck yeah. so much crossfader yeah <laughs> right <laughs> right yeah yeah what do you got to tell them who is there you know they're they're still heard, out there i mean there's a lot out there like especially like the artists and stuff i listen to you know um that are still doing it they're older than me you know, like your Ray Keith and like Goldie and uh, Doc Scott and all these cats are still doing it. But, you know, like in, in around here, you know, I think all my heads that are still doing it are just, you know, they do it for the love, man. Like that's all it's about. 
you know, I never gave a shit about getting paid. But I mean, if you want to book me, you're you're gonna have to pay. But um, <laughs> like I've, I've never really given a shit. Like I just love the music and I want right. to play it. And I and you know, I think just play what you love and who cares? You know, like when I switched from drum and bass to dubstep. I got so much shit from all the all the drum and bass heads because I was like the drum and bass guy, drum and bass buyer at the at the right. store, and I got so much shit for switching this genre. They're just like you're selling out, blah blah. And then what happened? They like all rolled into it too. Just man, stay true to whatever you think. Like just yeah. you know, just because you're, you're gonna follow you're genre specific, like fuck it. Like, yeah, you shouldn't be genre specific. Like, and it's learn, part of yeah. your sharing, right? You're totally. like, hey, I found this. I like it. It's not about you. It's not about you. It's not about you. It's bigger than you. <laughs> yeah. 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 I saw, we, were, we were showing not too long ago. And I'll, just, I'll wrap this up pretty quick. Uh, there was a guy just playing like bangers and shit. Like he was an opener. And this girl I was with, uh, Wes's wife, as a matter of fact, she was like, I bet I feel so bad for him because nobody's in there dancing. I'm like, well, the reason he's in, nobody's dancing is because he's fucking blasting you with like primetime tunes yeah. at 10 o'clock. And everybody right. just wants to like ease into it. Right. I was like, the only person he has to blame is himself. Like you got to right. realize that like, Read the oh, room. maybe maybe what I'm playing isn't working. Yeah. You know, let's yeah. change this up. But I think, you know, just stick with what you love, man. And don't fucking get in, stuck in these ruts of like playing the hits, man. Like play some weirdo shit. Throw some weirdo shit in there. Yeah. If it doesn't work. You got your backups, so you can bring them back in. But like, fucking go for it, man. Who cares? Yeah, you don't gotta tie yourself yeah. into this. You gotta, nah, you can dude. pull it out. You can yeah, like, dude. you can course correct at any Get moment, weird, just man. like you can in life. Get weird. Mm, nice, mm. like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bobby Dell. Yep, that's me. Beats and buddies. I love it. Buddies and beats. Buddies and beats. Beats first, and buds. first episode in the books. You know, in the books. Nice. I hope for many more. Indeed. Thank you. Of course, thank for you for being born. Thank you for. for <laughs> thank, you. thank you for talking about my rebirth. I love that. Okay. Thanks for coming out and then going back in and then coming out again. You know? Yeah, we're talking. I'm talking to you after birth. <laughs> That's what we should name the podcast. It's after birth <laughs> production. Cool. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, we love you. We I love, love, you. love you. We love you. Bye. We love. We love. Bye. <laughs>